Hello. Hello there. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I can't complain. I was just watching some uh, playoff baseball. Yeah. Yankees just took a uh, 4-1 lead. Yeah. Unlimited Riz man in the playoffs. It's unbeatable. Riz God. Uh, anyway, welcome back to another episode of Jared's Nice Podcast. I'm your host, Joe. And I'm your other host, Ryan. Today, we're back, episode 101. Uh, JD 101. Into the, uh, oh, that's special. That, 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 might, that might have to be the title. I might have to, uh, <laughs> might have to cook. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same business as usual on the way. Gonna talk about previous week and the upcoming week of the NFL. Uh, had some good games this weekend. Oh, yeah. So we're going to start off with the game of the year, probably. So. Uh, we are indeed starting off with the game of the year. Uh, talk about some JD, some other stuff. I mean, we can quickly mention our uh, playoff baseball failures. So. Our quick our, our quick baseball playoff runs. And man, at least I knew it was coming. Yeah, at least was... the Mets got a game. I guess I can go <laughs> back. The, the whole point playoff runs for my team is can I go back to YouTube in a few years and watch this game and it kind of bring back good memories and the Mets I guess gave me one game that I can watch in a few years but I mean even the whole series is tainted at this point the whole season is tainted but we'll, we'll get into that later yeah I just didn't know if you want to get over with now just rip the bandaid off or I mean yeah yeah whatever fuck it we'll get into it now yeah. I mean the, the Mets lost uh, in three games in the wild card to the San Diego Padres and um, game three especially was was just pathetic. Um, what I've gathered from this wild card series and the last two weeks of the general is this team is is not ready for uh, prime time. Uh, turn those lights off, as our former president would say. Um, they're too bright. We just couldn't score runs under the pressure. I mean, Joe Musgrove fucking shoved. I got to give the guy credit. I mean, he may have had some weird substance on his ears. I feel like Buck should have done that. If he was going to do that, it should have been like a third, fourth inning move. Hmm. But I guess it took until as long as it did to realize how hard he was shoving in that game. But, I mean, and the whole... I mean, this this uh this little controversy in my mind is similar to how I viewed Deflategate when it happened to the Colts. I mean, the Colts got smoked in that game anyway, and it probably wouldn't have mattered regardless. And we know it wouldn't matter because the I mean, they, the Mets were not scoring six runs in that game. But just the way that both and Joe Musgrove have handled it has been a bit shady, which I don't really care about. But. <laughs> Uh, Joe Musgrove could have just said it was red hot, but he said he got a massage and lotion made his ears shiny, which, I mean, it's kind of weird, but uh, yeah. just a pathetic showing from the Mets. Um, the Grom might be on, which, I, it's whatever. He he hasn't been healthy too much, and he's kind of been declining in the past few uh, weeks of the season. So I feel like the risk is kind of too much for the reward there when you could go out and get a, a another pitcher. Like a, mm. like a Rodon or something. But, yeah. So, this offseason for the Mets is going to be telling. Um, I got a brute for the Yankees to not win the World Series, so Judge has more motive to leave. Um, yeah, I, this this offseason is big for the Mets. But, yeah, let's get into the Rays now. <laughs> uh, 
you know, I didn't think uh, the games would be as bad as they actually were. But, like, those were probably two of the worst baseball games I've ever watched in my life. Uh, which honestly made it, like, less painful, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, like, uh, they made two bad pitches and lost the series. Like, eh, I can, I can kind of live with losing a series because of two bad pitches, you know? Yeah. Especially when, I mean, the hitting was atrocious. I think they had nine hits in 25 or six, 26 innings, which, um, you know, that's not good. I will say, I do think we got hoed by the MLB replay review. Um, I didn't really watch it in real time, but the Manny Margot hit a ground ball to third, and Jose Ramirez made a diving play. He threw it across the diamond, and the first baseman's foot was six inches off the bag. Probably not six inches, but it was off the bag when he caught caught the ball, and mm-hmm. that would have put in the game like go ahead run to make it one nothing in like the twelfth. So, I think we got hoed a little bit, but uh, you know, off season uh. Definitely got some roster decisions to make. One of the, you know, definitely got to get some of these prospects who are in the minors currently into the big leagues uh, in one way or another. If that's trading guys or so be it, whenever oh, happens. You, you know how the Rays get down. The guys will be moved. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited. Uh, you know, Tyler Glassell is going to be back next year. I think the pitching is going to be really good again, uh, which is good. I was happy to see Glassnell's like playoff legacy uh, kind of saved a little bit. Five solid innings out of him. Yeah. Um. But we, yeah. we also had the uh, the biggest win probability added, whatever that stat is, by a a player like ever in the playoffs today. More. The uh, Jordan home run. Oh yeah, no, that shit's crazy. I'm I mean, so, I'm mad I didn't get to watch that live. Were you watching that? No, I didn't get to watch it live either. I missed a lot of the good stuff live. I missed like the Blue Jays. Uh, whole shenanigan yeah i mean i guess for the mariners you live by the blown lead you die by the blown lead yeah, yeah i would have loved to see i would have loved to watch the blue the the play where george springer and bobachette collide diving for a baseball mm-hmm. like it's one of those plays that you never want to see but for some reason that's probably the funniest one i've ever seen so yeah is bobachette like okay but then he get like a his wrist fucked up or something? Yeah, I think Springer got concussed, so. Damn, well, they could heal up in Cancun. Yeah, you know, all I'm going to say is, though, I'm, you know, the, Rays, the, the way the Rays went out, I would take over any other way, any other. Like, I'd much rather just lose on two pitches than blow an 8-1 lead at home or. That that's the thing with the baseball playoffs, especially now that the wild card game is is yeah, on a series. Yeah, it's death by a thousand paper cuts when you're watching your baseball team lose, as opposed to when you're watching like the Jets or Colts get blown out. Or it's just one game; it's over. It's whatever. But you know, in these series, it's you know you, you hold on to hope for so long, and then they this they sell you in the end. But yeah. And like, or winning, like winning game two and then losing game three, like the false hope. Like I would yeah. have been able to. That that probably stung a lot. I mean, being on the Dodgers side of the bracket always kind of was in the back of my mind for the Mets, even if they did mm-hmm. win this series. Um, so I mean, it wasn't like a oh, we just break through here. We got an easy path to the to the NLCS and the World Series. So at least it wasn't a like Dodgers hurt year. The NL is wide. 
and and then the Mets do this. At least the NL had some solid competition this year. The Dodgers are on a historic run, and maybe mm-hmm. next year some teams will fall off, and the Mets window will, will be open a little bit wider. Because while I think we had a very solid squad this year, stuff was going to have to go right for us to win a World Series, and none of it did. So, yeah, well put. I'm uh, yeah, I think Rays will be back again next year. Uh, at least probably a top two or three division in the league, which uh, isn't isn't great. I say both both East divisions really are. Uh, so yeah, gonna have to uh find a way. Definitely gonna get hitting though. Uh, hopefully maybe snag a cheap little free agent or two. Uh, hopefully never have to watch G Man Joy again. There's a lot of guys I hope I never really have to oh, watch he, again for G-Man, the race. G-Man's falling out of favor with the Rays? Bro, it's bad, man. He was the worst hitter in entire baseball during the second half of the season. Damn. His, like, WRC plus was three. Jeez. Oh, yeah. He's got Darren Ruff beat. Darren Ruff yeah. had a seven. <laughs> yeah. I think it came – it got it raised a little bit because he hit a home run at, towards the end of the year. But still, like, he had a – WRC that was definitely single digits for Damn. the second half of the year. Fly high to the G Man. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so there, you know, G Man will probably be gone. Uh after that, I mean, who knows what really happens. Kevin Kiermaier is probably well, like they played Kevin Kiermaier a whole like thank you video at his last at our last home game. <laughs> so I'm just I'm just assuming he's gone. He's gone. Like it's just very safe to assume that, which yeah. I, I'll kind of sting a little bit. I mean, he was the longest tenure. That race, was your boy so. back in like Spanish class, freshman year of high school. Yeah, man. I think I still have my Kevin Kiermaier jersey so, somewhere. So, uh, like Kiermaier plus for a while. Or yeah, whatever. man. Hey, he was him. Now we have he a. Was. He was. Now really we have Jose son. Siri, who's the only hitter I wasn't mad after at after the uh the, the wild card series because he had the, he had the only extra base hit in two games. So. Mm-hmm. Basically three games, if you really think about it, just with it being almost 27 innings. So, yeah, yeah. Hopefully see some more, uh, yeah, hopefully see some more upsets. I like them. I think Dodgers-Padres is on now, so that should be a good series. Oh, yeah, you saw that parlay I was cooking up for that big yeah, man. Boost, 65% boost. Bro, that's wild. It was one of those stepped-up ones where the more legs you add, the bigger the boost gets. Bro, that's when I just start throwing in, like, whichever team the money line's for. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, uh, I got the Rangers game on right now. They actually just took a 3-1 lead, so. Hey. Soon. I will be attempting to get into hockey, but as as we discussed in the in the chat. Yeah, man. Blacked out? Yeah, MSG. Devils games? Yeah, no MSG in the uh for the Xfinity users. It's it's tough, man. Yes, from what I remember, I think Xfinity like released a statement about this. Like they MSG wanted a duffel bag. Like I'm talking like millions upon millions just for uh MSG like to be a channel. Mm-hmm. And Xfinity was gonna then be like, well, then we'd have to make our customers pay more. So they just were like, no, nah, we're not gonna continue with you guys then. Because they cared more about their customers, so Damn. shout shout them to the Xfinity then. Like very unfortunate because if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna get into hockey, I'm gonna be a Devils fan. Yeah. As I've said numerous times on the podcast, I like the fact that they um, have Jersey in their name because they They're play the in Jersey, and, yep. and a few teams that do play in Jersey are a little scared to put Jersey. 
and their location. So I mm-hmm. appreciate the Devils for that. So I'm going to show them my appreciation if I do get into hockey by being a fan of them. But just not being able to watch their games, that's fucking disgraceful. Yeah. I live in the state. I live 30 minutes away from the arena. Maybe we should uh, go to a game. See, uh, see what you think about it. I have never been to a hockey game in person, but I've heard that they are magical. It, I had a good time at the one game I went to. I would be down to go. Uh, Devils game should be cheap. I want to get to MSG for a Rangers game, but they're so expensive. Man. Yeah, I want to go and, and get in when the Devils are really shitty still. So, like, I latch on to these shitty, like... Yeah, these uh, shitters. <laughs> yeah, like the good, the good story, good dude players. <laughs> The metal battle those guys will shape my hockey fandom for the rest of my life yeah but uh yeah i don't know it's worth let's talk about real sports (laughs) 13 minutes of talking about fake sports and we got to talk about the greatest nfl game of all time to start the week yeah uh last thursday we had colts 12 broncos 9 um i mean i watched the entirety of this game Kickoff to that fourth and one in the Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, and it was glorious, you know? It, that's exactly what you want to see out of a football game. Um, at least our defense, while we haven't been too opportunistic last uh, this year as opposed to last year, I guess that's just because of the scheme change going from Eberflus to um, Bradley. We, we have made it work. Stephon Gilmore has been the driving force defensively in both of our wins this year against the Chiefs he had he had multiple big plays and big moments and this week yet again picks off Russ in the end zone um and then has that nice breakup on fourth and one where uh Russ tunnel vision KJ Hamler is wide open but that's been that horse has been beaten to death and whatever um offensively just Feels like I vomited in my mouth watching this. Um, Alec Pierce might be him. That's one of the best catches I've ever seen in a high-pressure moment. Just the the physics of that catch where he just steals the ball. Like, the ball's batted at the line of scrimmage. Mm. And it should be, as the announcer called it, I think Herbstreit called it, a fair catch interception. Like, it's basically a punt to the cornerback. And somehow he got his arm. He broke it up but caught the ball. And that, that that was that was big for me. He he's shown flashes throughout the year after a bad week one, uh, but the the offensive line is pitiful. We we moved around like three starters on the offensive line, not not because of injury, just because of performance, which is very rare to see, especially on a short week on the road. We couldn't get anything going, as shown by the twelve points and zero. I mean, Chase McLaughlin was our offensive MVP this game. Him and Alec Pierce. I mean, Chase made all his kicks, and they weren't close kicks either. Uh, Most of them were around, like, high 40s, low 50s. But, I mean, I'm glad because there was going to be one team shit on mercilessly after this game based on how they played, and I'm just glad that the Colts got off on the other side of it, even Mm -hmm. though we played disastrous football. The beating that the Broncos have taken in the media this week has been, whoo, that is generational, man. The Russ era is is done. He's yeah, not coddled anymore. And they signed him till he's 43. It's that long? It is till like 2028. 
2029. Oh, I knew they I didn't know he was going to be 43. It's bad. He's going to be old when that contract. It's either 43 or 38, man. Yeah, you know, it's got to be 38. No way they they're paying him till he's 43. How old's Russell Wilson? He's right like 33 now? right now. Yeah, so his contract. Oh yeah, no. Actually, hold on. He might be until he's 40. Which is bad. I mean, he looks washed now. Imagine what he's going to look like in so he's, seven years. So he's under contract till 2028. All right, so like 39 or 40. Ugh. That might and, be And, yeah, the, the buyout's bad. You can get out after four years but leave yourself with $31.2 million dead cap. They might have to field an XFL team just from the dead cap in this deal. Yeah. They better hope Sasuke's fucking salary cap skyrockets. And this is unfortunate because the Broncos – this is just like what what was happening when Tebow was the quarterback of the Broncos. Mm-hmm. The defense would keep them in it, and I guess in Tebow's case, he would win the games. But Russ is not winning these games. And I, I go looking back on that Tebow mania, I feel bad for the Broncos defense that eventually became the no fly zone. That's one of the best defenses of all time that won the Super Bowl in in twenty fifteen. Mm-hmm. And I've seen similarities in this Broncos defense for years now. And I thought I, I was happy for the defensive players on the Broncos when Russell Wilson got traded there because I assumed Russ was still going to be adequate at that. I mean, at worst, he was th- he was still going to be serviceable. But I mean, just the throws that he's missing, the mistakes that he's making, the reads he's missing, it's like a a rookie out there I'm not letting him off the hook. He made some horrible decisions this game, just bad mm-hmm. stuff. And and you can blame some of them on the pressure, but a few of them were in clean pockets. So it's it's concerning to say the least. But mm-hmm. yeah, I got nothing else to add. I had Jerry Judy first touchdown, so I was a little disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, he was open at least once for a touchdown. So he had a big gainer. Yeah, I felt Almost that was the one. Then that defender spawned it out of nowhere, and I was yeah, like, oh, he, no. he literally <laughs> spawned. But nothing else to add. Uh, then we move to Sunday, Sunday morning. Had Giants, Packers, uh, Giants 27, Packers 22. Uh, Giants improved to 4 and 1, and it was a t- like story of two halves, kind of. Um, Packers, I think, were up, what, 20 to 10 at halftime? Yeah. And they were Giants. up more. I think they were up like 17 to 3. Yeah, at one point in the game. And it was literally, yeah, I think it was 17 to 3. And then Giants in the second half just went on one of those runs, couldn't really get stopped on offense, and defense locked in. Um, But honestly, for me, I put this game on Mike LaFleur. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Matt, or is it Matt LaFleur? Whichever. Lef- oh, wait, Mike LaFleur is the Jets. Yeah, I'm too used to yelling at his name all the time. <laughs> Um, honestly, it was just a coaching disaster class. I mean, they just got so pass happy for no reason. And I felt like they were running the ball pretty well the majority of the game. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they just got extremely pass happy. Uh, it was, you know, first down, you know, short passing, complete, second down, long passing, complete, third down, long passing, complete. And when the Giants had the ball, they would kind of just chew a lot of the time off the clock. And with the offense they play, where it's like very run heavy, you know, only make Daniel Jones have to make throws when he has to. I mean, it's working. So, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, how far they can get this year. So, I mean, to the Giants, uh, I owe you an apology. I was unfamiliar with your game. Um, this game actually went exactly the opposite 
building on last week, how I said I'm wrong about everything. This game went completely the opposite of how I thought it was going to go. I thought the Giants were going to get out to a halftime lead, start the game off strong, and then collapse and lose to the Packers. And the Packers got off strong, collapsed, and lost to the Giants. This Giants team so far has been completely different than the team that I thought they were going to be, which is, you know, the team that occasionally jumps out to that 14 to 10 halftime lead only to score zero points in the second half, as they've been known to do in the past few years. So I guess Dable is really that guy. I mean, this has to be a coaching thing because there's no like major personnel changes that I Mm -hmm. can really think of that were made. So this has to be a coaching thing. So shout out to Brian Dable. He's really proven himself. First five games as coach. Couldn't really ask for more. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes, uh, I I knew Brian Day would be a good coach. I didn't think he'd be a uh, you know starting off four and one with this Giants team. Uh, he was the dude I wanted the Jets to hire. So you might have hired him one year too early though, because he might trick decision makers into thinking yeah, Daniel Jones true. is worth bringing back. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows if they keep this up, they're not even going to be a good spot to pick a quarterback. So yeah. Uh, then moving on, we had. Heartbreak of the week here. Uh, Patriots 29, Lions 0. Sadly, the Lions did break the parlay. The Hail Mary play. Uh, yeah, yeah, Upsetting. I mean, 29 nothing. <laughs> Not even a competitive yeah, fight I out mean, of them. <laughs> you know, think of, if it was like a 29-26 loss, like, all right. They, you know, at least they tried, but there wasn't even an effort. Uh, just boxed in. It stings, but we, we move on, and we we get one this week, all right? Yep. We were, I mean, a four-leg underdog money line parlay, we got three out of four legs. Yeah, you know? I mean, come on. Like, it's pretty typical. Stick with us, me. guys. JD Picks is not, yeah, not going We're going to get one at some point this year, and it's going to be crazy. I mean, it's not like any of fucking McAfee's boosts ever hit or anything yeah. like that. I mean. Yeah, exactly. The Clyde Edwards-Alaire boosted to 150 last night. Did not hit, guys. You might as well put like a dollar or two on whatever I say and whatever we're saying and hope for the best, you know? Yeah, book it with JD. I mean, we're, we're, this week when we get our stamp, all right? Yeah. This is our legacy moment yep. this week. Uh, <laughs> I have nothing else to add. I say we uh, cut it down to three legs this week. Yeah, yeah, maybe, man. The plus, plus 6,300 <laughs> might have been insane. <laughs> Oh, you know what's funny too? I actually felt really confident in the Lions. Like yeah. the Lions pick was not the one I felt the least confident in. I guess they were just too injured or whatever. Maybe I, I don't know. But injury—that's not an injury. That was just a complete yeah. domination. But whatever. Let, let's stop talking about this. It's yeah, gonna make right. me mad. Next game. Next game. Chargers thirty, Browns twenty-eight. Um, Brandon Staley almost blew it. Bottom five head coach in the league. I'm mad that he got let off the hook because I almost forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Going because I was afraid I was going to forget about it before we did the podcast. But I'm glad I remembered. Why would you go for that? They had know. no timeouts. If they had three timeouts, it's I would still kick it. But I mean, it's it's more of a decision. They got no timeouts. Just pin them inside the twenty. And call it a day. There's mm-hmm. no reason for you to even risk giving them 
the ball at midfield when all they need is a field goal and you don't get it and then they're in good field goal range. I, I w- was so rooting for the Browns kicker. Yeah, but, poor KD York, man. Hate to see it. Hate to see a generational QB, a potentially generational QB in Justin Herbert saddled with this guy at head coach. Jesus Christ. Uh, Cleveland. I got nothing else to say, really. Uh, yeah, get them next time, boys. What, like six weeks till Watson's back? Hey, man, these, these Browns-Chargers games are always special. They are. Last like, year was crazy. Yeah. It was like 44-40. So. Uh, next game here. We had our love child, the Houston Texans, picking up a 13-6 win over the Jaguars. Jaguars, uh, the diamond tester came out. <clears throat> it appears that um, they shit were fake. fraudulent. Yeah, your shit is fake. <laughs> your shit is fake. Um, you know, the it was a nice story for like two weeks. I'll, I'll give them that. <laughs> like, oh, Trevor Lawrence is about to go on his second year Peyton Manning shit. You know, he was awful last year, but he's coming for coming for the league now. Guy can't hold on to the football. He's at what, like eight turnovers in two weeks now? I mean, you know, just inexcusable numbers, really. Uh, Granted, this game in general is just ugly. Like, neither team really wanted to win. Um, Hey, the Texans, you will not go 0 17. So, I gotta say, Damian Pierce is pretty solid. Yeah, isn't he like like fifth in rushing yards or something? Yeah, he's having a good little year. Um, Davis Mills probably not the guy. Sadly, I was rooting for it, but you really were. You you were early in the Davis Mills corner. Yeah, I was. I can. I always hope you know root for a guy. Um, truth be told, so except Andy Isabella. You know, never root for Andy Isabella or uh. I don't know. There's definitely some other guys. We got to so. start writing down our enemies of the pod so yeah. we can remember them better. Yeah. Yeah. I just I don't really have a lot of enemies, you know. Like I'm just, yeah, just kind of chilling in life. So, oh, I get. I mean, this game was shit. Like I think I saw it on red zone like five times in two hours. It was all turnovers. Yeah. Uh, then we had Falcons Buccaneers, a twenty-one fifteen win for the Buccaneers. Is the NFL rigged? I don't know, but that roughing the passing call was a uh, pretty bad. Few pretty bad ones this weekend, actually. So. That was really bad stuff, and the Falcons were about to come down from like twenty-one nothing. Yeah, they were down twenty-one nothing. They even went for two at the right time, yeah. which is uh, you know rare. You usually don't see teams go for two. Uh, or when teams usually go for two, it doesn't work out for them that well. So that was going to be a very exciting finish because I don't know, like with the people that the NFL is rigged camp would say. I I don't know how. Getting Tom Brady's team to three and two with a bunch of controversy is better than seeing the Falcons drive down the field there and potentially win the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think that it's a ref making a really stupid mistake. I mean, what the hell is Jerome Boger doing? Yeah, I mean, it's just questionable for sure. I mean, imagine if this had happened to like a real team. Yeah. That had imagine, playoff aspirations. Yeah, imagine this happens in week 17 or 18. I mean, yeah. How bad of a look is that for the NFL? So, um, yeah, Falcons, I mean, 
Tyler Algier sold me. Yeah, they, they they did struggle to run the ball this game. We'll say that. Uh, I should have known better for playing a rookie running back against the Bucks defense. But I mean, still get a reception for the one time. Come on. Hmm. But yeah, not much to say about the Falcons. Honestly, they're just kind of shitty. Yeah, Kyle Pitts didn't even play, so we can't complain about his targets. Yeah, and the Buccaneers got lucky. Then we had Bills 38, Steelers 30. Hey, man, the hope was there for a little while for the uh, plus 14. But, yeah. That shit was gone by the end of the first quarter. Yeah, I mean, when kickoff started, I was hopeful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, man, the minus 14 was always the play. Uh, I mean, this looked like the varsity team playing the JV team. Yeah. It was just utter domination. The Bills are just doing what they want. Um, 98-yard touch to Gabe Davis to start the game, basically. Yeah, and then another deep one to Gabe Davis. Yeah, no, the Bills did whatever they want. Josh Allen's probably going to be your MVP this year. Um, Most likely. Not much else to really say. I mean, tough week for Kenny Pickett. Uh, happy to see him stand up for himself, though, you know? He was getting roughed around and wasn't getting the calls, and he was fighting back, so. Yeah, he's got to fight. You got to keep, or at least I hope he kept a stable mindset going into this. Like, yeah, it would be nice to win this game, but, like, this is the best team in the league, pretty much. You're a rookie. Your offense has been struggling. You know you're not going to win. You just... You you want to put some fight into the game, mm-hmm. and he, he did that. He he didn't play very well, but he, it, your first career start against this team is 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 rough. Yes, that's, that's a rough way to come out. Hope hope he keeps fighting. Mm-hmm. And the Bills, I mean, probably the top three team in football. I think I've said that like every week now. So yeah, just keep it up. Yeah, except when you play the Jets, take it easy on us. But uh. <laughs> And Stephon, Stephon Diggs isn't going to be able to do much for Sauce Gardner, but yeah, we'll we'll see what he can do. I guess you know that'll be in the parlay. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. So then we had Dolphins seventeen, Jets forty. Uh, literally, they handed out free money. Um, you know, just great game. Brees Hall two hundred yards on purpose or two hundred on purpose yards. Um, you know. Michael Carter had two touchdowns. Brees had one. Braxton Berrios was on the board, although he is starting to become one of my least favorite Jets, but uh, that's besides the point. Uh, Zach Wilson didn't turn the ball over. That's what matters the most to me. Uh, you know, 14-22, 220 yards, no turnovers, one rushing touchdown. That's all you could really ask for. So, Yeah, I mean, your young guys look great. Braxton yeah. Berrios is going to be like uh, what the Devils guys – to me, are going to be like in a few years when the Devils get good. Yeah, just a nice feel-good story that you just start a nice to guy hate that you remember more. when the team was shit <laughs> and he used to do some cool stuff and now his time has passed. Um, he's not really needed on the team anymore. Yeah, I was really happy to see the defense kind of ball out a little bit. Uh, Carl Lawson <clears throat> recorded eight quarterback hits. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, he was feasting, as the kids say. I think as a whole, the D-line records 17 quarterback hits, which is Jesus pretty darn Christ. impressive. That, that was like that, that quarterback's first NFL yeah, action. Yeah, poor Skyler Thompson. Uh, he didn't play that bad. 
uh, you know, some ugly stuff here and there, but uh, yeah, and Quinn and Williams stiff arm the fuck out of Tyree Kill. It's all in all, it was a great day. The only the only part that sucked was uh, Johnny got his ice cream. I hate Johnny. Who? Uh, there's this little kid, and uh, you know Sauce Gardner did an interview with him before the season. There, the kid interviewed Sauce. And the kid was like, yeah, my dad gets me ice cream after every game when you guys win. And, like, we haven't gotten a lot of ice cream right now. Blah, blah. <laughs> and now every single time the Jets win, they tweet a video of this kid going, dad, my dad got me ice cream. And he has, like, this really heavy New York accent. And he's, like, fucking seven years old, man. I hate him so much. <laughs> uh, enemy of the pod. Yeah, <laughs> enemy of the pod is Johnny the Jets fan. The seven-year-old Jets fan, we should add. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, they had a great team win uh, going into Lambo this week. Uh, yeah, play a, play a tight game. So, Excuse me. Tired today. And then we had Vikings 29, Bears 22. Um, Justin Fields almost had it. Hey, he played good. I think he he had, almost like, had that little comeback. I think he had a clean game of football, which is uh, important. So, I mean, one o'clock, Kirk. The guy started out like 17, 17 or some shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's pretty easy when Justin Jefferson is running wide open every single play. Yeah. yeah uh, Bears, what happened with that scheme, guys? What happened? Uh, <laughs> how did you leave the best receiver in football wide open? And he completed a 23 yard pass, Dalvin Cook. Yeah. So sure. Versatile. Yep. Uh, hopefully not the same career path, but. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, but yeah, I mean, Vikings, Vikings can't take are really four and one. Yeah, you surprise, and the one's a prime time game. So. Yeah, I think I did pick them to win the division, though. I think you did. So. Yeah, you made me say it into the the mic loud. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Hey, Amen. Hey, how's it looking though? Packers look like they stink. Yeah, man. They'll get some primetime games flexed down the This is Kirk's division to lose, baby. Just wait till the primetime games get flexed in, all right? It's over then. If the Vikings get the first round by, they'll give Kirk eight years, $170 million a year. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had Titans, Commies, toy, Titans 21, Commanders 17. Um... Would you rather have Carson Wentz or Matt Ryan? Like, 100% honest. It's very hard to say because, I mean, Wentz is haunting us even from the grave, man. If he would have just scored there, we would have been in first place right now. Ah, Yeah, this I is mean, like asking gay son or thought daughter. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's like Wentz can at least move a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ryan is a statue back there. Mm-hmm. For the team we currently have with that offensive line, I might have to go with Carson Wentz because Matt Ryan is still making bonehead that you would expect like a rookie quarterback to make, like a Kenny Pickett to make, and you go like, all right, well, he's got to iron that out quick. Mm-hmm. But Matt Ryan is like 36 old. Um, so, I mean... Yeah, I, I'm going to go with Wentz. I mean, I know that he just threw away and I know that we had a whole season with him last year that wasn't too great. 
but just to fit the team that we have right now, we I need a guy that can move around at least a little bit because Matt Ryan is getting destroyed out there. And mm-hmm. and Carson Wentz is still getting sacked a lot and he runs into sacks and has very little pocket awareness. But I mean comparatively to Matt Ryan, I guess Carson Wentz wins by a hair. Interesting. I'd probably agree with you, honestly. Um, I got nothing to say. I, Carson Wentz, they should have won. I mean, the commander should have won that game. Yeah. Um, throw the ball at Terry more. That's all I got to add. Titans, just keep doing what you're doing. AK, give the ball to Derrick Henry and pray he gets you yards. Um, next game here NFL MVP Geno Smith took an L versus Saints. Um, can we just talk about how Geno Smith's about like a top five quarterback in the NFL? He's played really, really well. What a special player, man. And he threw two touchdowns on basically the same play. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's shown that he can get outside the pocket and make throws. He's looked poised. I don't have his turnover numbers in front of me. so I, don't I think know he only has doing. like one or two picks this year. Yeah, so I mean, he's, he's cut down on the turnover so far. Is he like the candidate? Absolutely not. But in my it's heart, good to see. He is, so. it's. I mean, this is a this is a real resurgence tour. I mean, this is legitimate. People people say it all the time to troll, but this is a, a legit Geno Smith resurgence tour. Mm. He's back. I mean, he's he's at least a serviceable. I mean, he's a he's a good quarterback right now. Mm. I think when after regression to the mean, he'll he could be a serviceable quarterback, which is good to see. So many years after he was drafted, uh, the Saints. Jameis doesn't play. Saints win. Yep. Surprise, surprise. Kamara even looked good. I mean, Taysom Hill literally is God reincarnated. So. I hate that guy. I can't fucking oh, everyone stand hates, that yeah. guy. I somehow, holy, four touchdown game out of Taysom Hill. I mean, that was not on the the bingo card for this season. Stop taking touchdowns, asshole. Yeah. And uh, Chris Olave had a, had a touchdown grab that knocked him out of the game. That mm-hmm. was uh, scary to see after two of stuff that we've seen these past few weeks. But he, he looked to be okay. Um, hopefully, he, if he needs to, he takes this week off and he gets back right. But mm-hmm. he's continued to produce regardless of who's under center. So he he's a very if he doesn't miss considerable time with that injury, which I think he'll probably just go into the concussion protocol, maybe be out a week at most. I think he's got maybe the strongest offensive rookie of the year candidacy right now. Whoa, but after whoa. what Brees did, yeah, yeah, yeah. after what Brees did this week, he's catching up. Because I mean, Brees was kind of okay for the first few weeks. No, he's about he didn't really lock. do much. He's about to lock that thing in. Got to do it consistently though. Olave hasn't had a like an actual bad game yet. Uh, like Breesall had didn't have great numbers the first few weeks because they weren't they're, they didn't want to like rush him into it, you know. Yeah. But now it's like, hey, wait a second, we're kind of good. Let's give the ball to our best players and Breesall. I mean, I he carried a defender for like fifteen yards and sadly, yeah. like I mean, he got tackled at the one twice. So he he, he looked like he was not going to be denied. Yeah, so I mean, realistically, he should have had three touchdowns and like he should have had five. They kept giving them to Michael Carter. Well, yeah, because he had the one. I mean, Zach Wilson kind of vultured one, but it was on like a third and goal play, so it's not really like 
too much of a vulture. It was like a seven yard scramble. But like the other two, yeah, definitely were. But anyway. Uh, 49ers 37, Panthers 15, Matt Rule enjoyed. Maybe he'll get a job back in college football. I don't know. Usually it doesn't. Uh... I mean, shout out Matt Rule. If if my coaching career leads me to the path that Matt Rule just got, where you just get paid like $60 million to take a hike, yeah, I would be ecstatic about that. I will say Matt Rule has probably killed like any college coach's dream of coaching in the NFL. Yeah, I mean the track record is really getting bad for the Yeah, top. and Matt Rule, like, that's a big, big thumbs down on it. Yeah, I'm, like not even debatable. Failure. Yeah, I mean didn't work. I'm just happy to also happy to report that I was one of the biggest Baker Mayfield haters last season. <laughs> and I was completely spot on with the hate. Like, it wasn't he's injured. He actually just sucks. Yeah, I was on the fence about it. I didn't know if I, – I was ready to wait and see what he did this year to determine if it was injury or stinking. Uh, it was definitely stinking, folks. That guy is bad. That guy does not have the type of footwork that you'd want. Rookie seventh-round pick. Um, Bailey Zappi has better footwork than that man. Dope. Um, he's throwing on the run from a clean pocket, basically. He's doing little stutter step stuff. He's airmailing passes right to defense. It is a pathetic show of quarterbacking that was going on. Um, it's a shame Matt Corral got hurt because you might as well have thrown him out yeah. right now. Because, I mean, it can't really be worse than what Baker's given you. Yeah. It's just pathetic quarterbacking. Niners, though, you grit it out, win. Another win with uh went on the road. Yeah, I mean, they have a very good defense. They just sustained a lot of injuries, though. Mm-hmm. Groin? No, that's the other Bosa that had a groin thing, I think. Other Bosa, uh, Nick Bosa had something that kept him out. Yeah, I forget what it was, but he did have something. One of their DBs tore his ACL. The other one, another one is doing something else. Um, Yeah, so... That defense has still been um, incredible for the first five weeks now. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, next game. Eagles 20, Cardinals 17. Uh, this is what, kicker missed the field goal or something? Uh, yeah. Always. Um, I believe Kyler Murray spiked the ball in third and one. Yes. Yes. Which, interesting decision, but, hey. Michael Irvin said it was going to make him put the film clause back into his contract. Film clause? Michael Irvin's banger tweet. It's more like put the counting clause back in the contract. I mean, Jesus Christ. How old's Kyler Murray? 23, 24? 25 by now. I mean, can't count to four? I mean, but, uh, yeah, Eagles 5-0. and They'll lose at some point. Don't know when it will be. Maybe it'll be this Sunday night. But They're playing the Colts eventually, so. Um, yeah, kind of how I expected the game to be. Not really too high scoring, but just, you know. Actually, I mean, Jalen Hurts yeah. has been efficient. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. He's, 
Coast. Yeah, two rushing touchdowns. Shout out him for uh, taking those, not letting Miles Sanders get him. More than more than Cam in his first twenty five games. Yeah. This was Hurts twenty fourth game, and he already passed Cam in rushing yeah. touchdowns. Hey man, if they got the ball first and goal at the one, it's a read option. Jalen Hurts probably keeping it, keeping fantasy QB one as well. Yeah. Uh, not much else to say about this, except the uh, Antonio Brown had a good tweet. Well, not even a good tweet. A uh, <laughs> a bad. <laughs> I can't. I can't even say that, the, that uh, man. A tweet that the JD Pod does not endorse. Yeah. Please get help. I mean, I'm begging. Like he's he's definitely refusing it. He he's too uh, prideful to ever get help. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very public and very embarrassing to watch. I just ask you a question. As a Mets fan, doesn't make you upset that Jared Kelnick made it farther in the playoffs than <laughs> than the New York Mets did. That's such a delayed burn, <laughs> like fifty is, minutes after. Is this a thought that's crossed? It just um, it has not crossed my mind. I'm just watching the highlights right now, and Jared Kelnick hit a single and scored later in that inning. So I was just like, oh wow, it's a. Uh... A year ago, probably even more than a year ago, I was much more hurt about Jared Kelnick because Diaz had not panned out for us, and obviously Cano was who he was. But now that Diaz was like the best closer in baseball. And Jared Kalanick, I mean, he's seems uh, he he doesn't seem to be anything too amazing. So I mean, I'm fine with him being in Seattle now. And also, I like the Mariners. So like, if if Jared Kalanick was on like the Yankees, Red Sox, Dodgers, Phillies, Braves, or Cardinals, I would be brewed against him. But I mean, I like the Mariners. I I mean, any any franchise that John Boyce makes a a feature length film about is one that I can get behind. So mm-hmm. I if he wants. Mariners to the World Series. Go Kellenick. All right. Back to football. Uh, Cowboys 22, Rams 10. Uh, all right. Just, you know, I know. We ball. were on this one. Yep. I mean, this was an easy one. The Rams aren't the same. Stafford's cooked. You know, so they, sad. They, people know what to do. Like, they know the ball's going to Cooper Cup nine out of 10 times. You know, At maybe. least they got him out of Detroit. One year before he became washed, mm. he really just isn't the same QB this year. I hope that he turns it around. His elbow's fried. I think he needs Tommy John. Do you rather have Russ or Stafford? Stafford. <laughs> hey, Cooper Rush though, five and zero. Yeah, hey, I mean he, that's you know all you could ask for out of your backups to play clean football and uh, you know put you in position to win games, and that's what he's done. The five times he's been called upon to start. So, Tony Pollard, if you just learn how to pass protect, my guy, that backfield is fully yours. Yeah, you he just can't for his life pass protect. Mm. So Zeke still got him in that in that uh, department. Which I mean, running backs. If any aging NFL running backs are listening to this podcast, I mean, learn how to pass protect. You could extend your career few years basically just become a fullback i mean yeah uh sunday night game we had ravens 19 Bengals 17 um justin tucker is uh, it's so valuable how valuable is justin tucker just like having like the confidence that he gives you in your ability to to have late game drives yeah like having yeah, having the best kicker in the league is definitely a lot different than just having like 
the best, I don't know, running back. Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just like, if we get this ball inside the 40 in the two-minute drill, like, we basically win. Did you see I mean, the just, clutch time stats are ridiculous. Did you see the stat about how, like, based off the wide position of, like, or some shit with the longitude, latitude of the ball, like, where it was? The goalpost would have needed to have been half a yard wide for him to make that field goal. Yeah, to win the game. But he's just different. Half a yard. Like, you know how insane that is? Yeah. Like, he literally just kicked it right and, like, ah, just special. And he sings opera. No one will ever be like him. So, um, Bengals, frauds. Yeah, I mean, that diamond tester's coming out too, huh? Lamar. And Lamar wins a lot of ugly games. He has those flashy four touchdown, two rushing touchdown performances, but he does win a lot of ugly Mm -hmm. games. He does lose a few ugly games as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jamar Chase has got... This doesn't look like the same Bengals team. No, and I think the issue is not having a healthy T. Higgins. I, I do think T. Higgins opens up the game a lot for Jamar Chase. So not having those two healthy at the same time is kind of an issue. I also think Zach Taylor is one of the worst coaches in the league still. Uh, yeah, I said it last year during their playoff run. Like, while it before the Super Bowl, I was like, obviously, if you win the Super Bowl, it's great. Everything's great, mm-hmm. but if you lose the Super Bowl, making it here could have could be a long term detriment to this franchise. Yeah. Because I mean, Marvin Lewis was around for 15 years without winning a playoff game, mm-hmm. so now you might be stuck with this guy for a long time. But also, getting to the Super Bowl has also lifted the expectations of the Bengals franchise. They're not content with mediocrity anymore, so maybe we could see a coaching change um, as soon as next year, even if this season doesn't turn out. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they thought it would, if if Zach Taylor continues to make bonehead decisions. But I mean, they they got some stuff out. The ba- the Bengals defense has has not played bad too. Not the issue. This is offense. Yeah, it's uh, the offenses. I mean, we might have been quick to crown Joe Burr last year, you know. Yeah, I think so. Uh... I just think they're kind of like a little bit of a one-trick pony too. Like, and I, I mean, I do, and like that's the other thing. Not having T. Higgins that hurts. Uh, I mean, Hayden Hurst hasn't been bad in the tight end spot, but like, he has his moments. Though. Yeah, not like I think he had a decent game. Waller. Yeah, I think he had a decent game Sunday. It's just like, like I said, like not having because Tyler Boyd really can't go play outside. You know, he's he's a slot guy. Yeah. Jamar Chase can play outside on one side, but you're just lacking an outside receiver right now. So, uh, I think once T. Higgins is fully healthy, maybe things start to get interesting for him. Bring back Auden Tate, man. Yeah, but uh, until then, it probably won't be the case. And then the last game of last week, it was Chiefs 30, Raiders 29. Hey, Flem, how much does Derek Carr get paid? Forty million dollars. Woo! Yeah, straight uh, cash, homie. I don't know if the entire game was his fault, though. No, no, definitely not. I mean, giving up four touchdowns to one bull is probably not the way to go. Yeah, on seven catches for twenty-five yards. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. 
it's a uh, it's, it's a stat line. It's one of the craziest stat lines I've heard. It's a pretty nasty stat line. Yeah, I, <laughs> twenty-five I mean, yards, four touchdowns. I'm not gonna Ooh-wee. complain though, as a oh, Travis no Kelsey way. fantasy owner. I thought it was awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. me as well. I have him in a league. I was very. Yeah. He, he won me a. He won me this week in the was, one league. I was down by forty with uh, Kelsey and Carlson and pulled it back. Damn. Yeah, that, that's clutch. So uh, shout out to those two. Um, yeah, I think there are some issues on both sides. That's for sure. Uh, Chiefs really can't get out down seventeen nothing start every game. Or yeah, down seventeen nothing. Um, Raiders kind of let off the gas. I mean, there was an officiating moment where there should have been a. A roughing the passer called that wasn't called. So, and yeah, I mean, just you know, cover Travis Kelsey. I mean, yeah, you would think it'd be easier said than done. I mean, you know, hard to miss a big old 87 running around the way yeah. I see it, but and it seems like the uh, the Clyde experiment is is done. You know, he sucks. He's he got like seven carries for like 12 yards. Yeah, I mean, what does he do? Literally, he scored so many touchdowns the first four weeks. I was, I should have traded him in JD then, man. Yeah, he he, he fooled me. He really fooled me. No, it, like sixty percent of his points were from touchdowns the first yeah. four weeks of the season. I was excited. I was like, they're just gonna keep utilizing him, keep giving him targets out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Man, you owe me. You owe me an apology, Clyde. You tricked me. <laughs> Shame on you, Clyde. Shame on you. <laughs> um, but yeah, Chiefs. Uh, I think they play Buffalo this week, so that should be a that should be a fun time. Raiders it's not on Sunday Night Football. Yep. Yeah. Raiders I'm at the Sunday uh, Night Football game right now. It's the Eagles Cowboys. Yeah. I uh, like oh, I'll say Raiders. I mean, I don't know why he didn't run the ball on fourth and one. Truth be told. Like Josh, Josh Jacobs couldn't get stuff, or they couldn't stop him all game, and then you just randomly decide to uh, just throw it deep. I'm not really too upset with the play call. It's more like I was just upset you guys didn't try to run the ball if that's what you were looking to do. So, yeah. just a disaster. Yeah. And then, the, and then the two players running into each other did not help at all. Oh, and shame yeah. on you, Devontae Adams, for pushing a cameraman over. Yeah. Yeah, literally, shame on you. What the hell is wrong with you? (laughs) You, He thought he was going to get off, man, but I remembered. Um, It's just a cameraman. His job is to film you. Why you got to push him? And that cameraman got up way too quick for my liking. Yeah, and he, he now he's suing. It. Now he's suing. I would have. You. I would still be on the ground. Yeah, I would. I told my lawyer to tell him I'm still laying there. I would not have spoken a word. I would have pretended like I couldn't talk anymore. Like I had like gone to the fetal the position. Yeah. <laughs> I would have started doing what Tua did with his hands, man. Yeah. I mean, it would have been ugly. <laughs> yeah. I would have gotten the bag, man. I'd never have to hold a camera for the rest of my life if it was me. I mean, I just ripped my Devontae Adams poster off my wall. <laughs> Shattered my TV. My son is crying, Devontae Adams. Look what you've done. Shame on you, Devontae Adams. My wife just took the kids to her mother's house for the weekend. Uh, uh, but yeah, Bad so. vibes in that Raiders locker room, I bet. Yeah. Hey, Amen. They're on the bye week, so we'll get a chance to talk it over. 
Uh, all right. Then make a new recording real quick because we're already yeah. 50, 56 minutes in. But we'll be right back with our, uh, I don't even know what week it is, week six predictions and some Jersey Dynasty discussion. Come back. All right. We're back. Time to do some week six predictions and uh, yeah, give you guys the Hail Mary parlay of the week. Oh, yeah. We're hitting this week. We're going to make a three-legger, and we're hitting. We're going to cut down that toxic fourth leg. Yeah. Even though the Lions are, like, the second leg in it, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I think the Cowboys was our, our greedy leg last week. We were getting a little greedy with the late game. No, nah, I mean, bro. It, was, it worked, yeah. It worked, yeah. It was dangerous, but... um. All right, so let's, let's not go look-see-poo here. We got a... Uh... Commanders huh. Bears on Thursday night football. Uh, this might be the lowest under of the year. So the spread is one, one, one point in favor of the Bears. They are one point favorites. Um, I think I'm going to take the Bears to just grind out a really ugly game. Um, let's pick the you know the Bears have been looking promising these past few weeks and like. Uh, I think I take the commies. I think Carson Wentz takes that uh, comment by Ron Rivera to heart. The, uh, you know, oh, he won't take shit to heart, man. He's soft as Charmin. All right, then. I'm still going to take the commanders plus one. Uh, we have <laughs> Jets, Packers, Packers minus seven. Oh, boy. Uh, I'll take Jets plus seven. They'll cover, but they will not win. I uh, yeah, I think they might cover and win. I don't know. Actually, man. nah, I think they'll cover, but Packers this might and, be a get right game for the Packers. Packers and Lambo coming in off a loss. They're like fifteen and zero when this is the circumstances. Also, NFL.com, fix your fucking website, dudes. It says every team is zero and zero on your website. Yep, <laughs> clean slates, baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Buccaneers, Steelers, Buccaneers, eight and a half point favorites. Mm, the Buccaneers, I don't know if they've played good enough to be eight and a half point favorites against anybody, really. But it is the Steelers. How, how are you going with this game? Taking the Buccaneers minus eight and a half. Uh, I just. Kenny Pickett, I don't think he'll be able to put up a lot of points here. Yeah, that defense might make a rough day for him. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll ride with the Bucks. Yeah, I'm kind of just looking at these. I don't like any of these underdogs. I'm going to keep it a buck, man. Yeah, we don't have to go strictly underdogs. We can put together a parlay that'll. There, there ain't a lot to like here, man. I'm they don't being... have to all be home run parlays. We just gotta, we just gotta get one rolling, you know, get yeah. the momentum. Uh, we have Ravens, Giants, and Ravens five point favorites. I feel like this is this is the game where the Giants really tell us if they're for real or not. Mm. I I'm gonna say that they're not for real for real this year. I think that that might be a solid parlay ad. Yeah. Maybe. Perhaps. Uh, taking Ravens minus five. Lamar 
dominates in MetLife, so sure, yeah. why not? Uh, 49ers, Falcons, 49ers, minus five and a half. Hmm. 49ers have really been rolling. Um, the Falcons almost came back. Eh, the 49ers definitely need these wins more. Um, I'm going to go with the Niners. Mm-hmm. Also taking the Niners at five and a half. Falcons just do not move me whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, Bengals Saints and Bengals minus two. Hmm. This could be a real nail on the coffin game for the Bengals as far as the division. If the, yeah. if the Ravens walk away with the win this week. Mm-hmm. What would you say the spread was? Bengals are two point favorites on the road. Hmm. Oh, but this is the return to the NOLA for the for the um, LSU boys. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to ride the Bengals here. Yeah, Jay Chizzy and, uh, and Joe Burr show up this week? Yeah. All right. I can agree with that. Who's starting quarterback for the Saints, though? Hopefully Andy Dalton. I mean, has anything shown you that Andy Dalton is a worse, noticeably worse option than Jameis Winston? No. They played better pretty much in every way since Andy Dalton is I'm taking Bengals minus two. But uh, if Andy Dalton plays, I'll be scared. Oh, yeah. I think he's starting. I think he's their starter for the rest of the year. Good for him. Shout out Andy Dalton, man. Real inspirational story, you know. Played for the Bengals. (laughs) Oh, yeah. This is an Andy Dalton revenge (laughs) game. It's an Andy Dalton revenge game. Oh, shit. I'm already kind of uh, locked in on Bengals. I'm still still going with the the LSU boys. Uh, Then we had the next game here. Vikings-Dolphins. Vikings three-point favorites. Um, I'm going to go with the Dolphins at home. Simply because they're at home. I think these teams are both pretty good. Um, Actually, what's what's Teddy's situation? Is Tua coming back this week? I don't know any. I don't think anyone really knows right now, man. If if either Teddy or Tua play, I will go with the Dolphins. But if that uh, what was what's that guy's name? Oh, Skyler, Skyler Thompson. Thompson. If that guy plays, I'm going with the Vikings. Yeah, to me, it doesn't matter who plays quarterback for the Dolphins because the game is at one o'clock, uh, which mm. means Kirk will cook and the Vikings minus three will cover and hit. So that is probably true. Uh, and we have Patriots, Browns, Browns three point favorites at home. The Patriots just really dismantled the Lions, and I feel like the Lions might be in the Browns echelon, especially the Browns without um Deshaun. Mm-hmm. You said the Browns are three point favorites. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Pats. I think they've been they've been really showing some things the past few weeks. Taking the Browns, mm. fucking, they need need the Patriots to lose for divisional standings and such. So, uh, game of the week: Jaguars, Colts, Colts two and a half point favorites. Uh, well, Frank Reich has never lost to the Jaguars at home, and his job is probably on the line. So I'm gonna roll with the Colts to come out and, um. Not really a statement win, but a, a very important win. I think they'll they'll win. Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. I'm taking the Colts minus two and a half too. 
a guy playing for his job or a guy coaching for his job is a is a uh, scary thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Then we have Panthers, Rams, Rams. Oh, excuse me. Oh shit! Ten and a half point favorites. Sleepy. Hmm. Can Stafford's cooked arm be? quarterbackless Panthers. I mean, they don't have a real quarterback that should be playing at the NFL level. Is Baker even is he faking an injury right now, or is he? Is he no, I think that? he's actually hurt. Oh god! But the Panthers also have new new head coach tax. You know, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, simply for the spread, I will take the Panthers to cover because they're going to come out with a little fire. But <laughs> I mean, ten and. A- with no elbow. Yeah, I was thinking Panthers too, just because the new coach got a little bit of fire in him. A frustrated DJ Moore might just take two, like screen passes to the house. Yep, and, and then not show enough. up for the rest of the season. So, yeah. uh, then we have Cardinals Seahawks. Cardinals two and a half point favorites. Oh, goody! These games are always good. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think I'm gonna pick the Seahawks. I was taking Gino too, man. I'm keeping the buck. I think this this Cardinal season is really going to be a, a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Cliff gets fired. I I think that's the path they're heading towards. Oh, uh, Bills Chiefs. Uh, Bills are two and a half point favorites. It's at Arrowhead. I'm taking the Chiefs. I think the Bills need a little reality check. Uh yeah, I'm all, I was actually also gonna take the Chiefs. Uh, especially since the, if they had covered versus Vegas, I would have been a hundred percent in on the Bills. But since they didn't cover versus Vegas, that means they will win versus uh Buffalo. I think. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and then Sunday night, Eagles Cowboys. Eagles four and a half point favorites. Hmm. I think Cooper Rush is still playing this game. I don't think they're going to rush mm-hmm. Dak back. Um, I think this might be – see, on one hand, I think this is where Cooper Rush's undefeated streak ends, but I also think this is where the Eagles' undefeated streak ends. But There's I, a I, lot of uh, – like What did you say the spread was? Four and a half towards the Eagles. I think the Eagles will win by a field goal, so I'll go with the Cowboys to cover that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So I got Cowboys too, uh, and then Monday night's Broncos Chargers. Chargers five point favorites. Oh my God! Why do we have to watch this? I think team? this is the last one that they have in primetime. No way! I think they they had like they had primetime games all year. Oh my God! We don't want to see this, guys. Boom. Flex. I it, it's too early. But I mean, Bills Chiefs would go real nicely on that Monday night slot. Yeah, but they won't give the uh, Chiefs back-to-back home Monday night games, man. No. No. What's the spread on this garbage? Chargers. Whatever the Chargers is, Mm -hmm. I'm with them. The Broncos need to put together a real offensive performance. Yeah, I'll take I'm taking Chargers minus five too. I'm not taking the Broncos for the rest of the year. All right, time to build the uh the parlay. All right, all right, boys and girls, 
the Jersey Dynasty. Are are the uh the Seahawks were favored, right? No, they're the dogs. Oh, okay. There's number one. And then I think uh does not an underdog, but the Ravens on the road. Yeah. Probably get some decent odds on that money line still. Mm-hmm. And then uh, who who else you see for leg number three? Could see the Bengals. Oh, I was just about in a get yeah. right game. Yeah, what are the odds on that? Uh, Bengals are minus one thirty. We could. I mean, Chiefs are home dogs. Like, oh, and the Chiefs are home dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, do we take the Ravens off to go Bengals, Chiefs? Uh, How you want to do Seahawks? this? Seahawks. So let's see. So Bengals, Chiefs, Seahawks is a plus seven hundred parlay. Mm-hmm. With the Ravens in there, it's like plus eleven 1, hundred. As a three-legger, or if you add as a, a four-legger, leg? yeah. If we put the Ravens in as a fourth leg, it's plus eleven hundred. Is the fourth leg worth the plus four hundred odds? I don't know, man. It might. I don't be. know. It seems marginal, in my opinion. Yeah, well, because it's a minus two twenty-five worth throwing in there, you know. Yeah, I don't know if we need that on our. Like it's not like we're throwing in a Jets plus two fifty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it might it might be too much risk, but if you if you want to ride with it, I'm down to ride with the four. I mean, I'm fine riding with the three Chiefs, Bengals, and the Seahawks at plus seven seventy five. Yeah, let's do that. Get a get a win under our. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get crazy yeah. next week after this lock of a bet hits. <laughs> Hear that, folks? Guaranteed yeah. lock. Take Guaran- it to the bank. Guaranteed lock of the week here is Seahawks, Bengals, Chiefs money line. Um, locker in. Free money getting handed What's out. What's that plus seven hundred? Yeah, plus um, nearly plus eight hundred. Yeah, you, know, you catching the lines at the right spot. Maybe it goes up a little bit. And there you go. You, know, you got a nice, nice chill little parlay to ride out on a Sunday. But uh, yes, yeah, so that's that. We could just talk about some Jersey Dynasty stuff here. Wrap things up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Another week, another liners, hundred seventy point performance. Uh, Just crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, last week's results: we had beats over party animals, hippos over schoolboys, one liners over top guns. Uh, Bader's team beat you. Throwing up M's beat Triple B, and Step Bros beat the Salty Dogs. Of all the the champs that were in the in the cellar. Vaz is the only one that took a loss to fall to one and four. Definitely a time for some soul searching in that yeah, top guns locker. I, uh, I actually saw Vaz in person on uh, Friday night. Went mm-hmm. to the Rutgers game with him and Josie. And uh, you know, I asked him like, "Are you starting to get a little worried?" Like, and yeah, he's not going to hit the panic button. Uh, he is very you know, disappointed with how some of his guys have played. Uh, the likes of Najee, you know, Melvin Gore, or sorry, Najee, the Javante injury, Keenan Allen being hurt majority of the year, like, tough breaks for him. Um, but you know, he he's yeah, he likes the guys on his team. It's just uh, you know, production hasn't been there. So yeah, tough sledding for the Top Guns this year. Running into a, the one liners buzzsaws is, is tough. Yeah, running into the one-liner buzzsaw when you're the fourth-highest scoring team in the league. I mean, I mean, even if he had his max points for you, only would have won by four points. So. Yeah, I mean, yes, he would have beat everyone in the league except the team he played: the Hippos, the Beats, and the Step Bros. So, I mean, that's just tough. You know, that's how fantasy football goes sometimes. 
just on the wrong end of the uh, of the stick. So, yeah. Any comment for you? I mean, falling the two I, and three. A disappointing week from the boys. Um, the running back position has been uh bad the past few weeks, but um, I hate to call it a uh, a break for the team, but um, you know, Rashad Penny got hurt. Pretty gruesome injury. Should uh, he's going to be out for the rest of the year, which means that our the number two pick for the Ballers organization, Kenneth Walker, out of Michigan State, will be getting his uh, big chance uh, at at lead back duties. He broke a big run uh, at the end of the game last week, so on the horizon we should be looking good. But I just saw that we are going up against the vaunted one liners this week. But Uh-oh. but throughout the team's history, you know. The big ballers aren't the most storied franchise. We only have one playoff win to our name. We have been regular season giant slayers in our in our time. Um, a, a few throughout the the league's history, a few years I've had a few big upsets of some top tier teams. So I'm not worried. The liners are are gonna come into our house and see what the ballers do to the best team in the league in the regular season. So one liner, this is your warning, buddy. This is your warning. Oh, oh you're laughing now, but I'm I'm gonna clip this like Vaz after we beat the liners this week, and I'm gonna put the league on notice. All right, I'm just no, I'm keeping this. Keep the receipts, motherfucker. Keep yep. the fucking receipts. I'm man. keeping this. You're laughing. I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's going to be a tall task for you. Um, I do wish you all the best in those endeavors. Ken Walker ball this week. Post. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, standings go. Uh, liners in first. Beats in second. Step bros in third. Uh, from top to bottom, five and zero, four and one, three and two. Then a half, more than half the league at two and three with the hippos, baiters team throwing up M's, party animals, salty dogs, big ballers, and schoolboys all at two and three. And Vaz at one and four is still not really out of it. So no, I mean they, we might get multiple under five hundred teams in the playoffs this year. I actually I looked back at it last year. Uh, the Liners were the last team in the playoffs and made it at seven wins. Mm-hmm. Seven and seven? Yeah. And, I mean, if we're, like, I don't know if we'll be on. I mean, we might be around that type of level again probably for at least one spot, which is crazy because that means the Liners, who had seven wins last year, already have five this year. I bet at least one six-win team makes the playoffs. At least one. I can see it happening. I think that we might get some top-heavy standings here. I mean... I feel like the Beats and the Liners might just run away with a lot of the wins, only have a few losses apiece, and then that kind of creates that black hole at the bottom of the league. I ain't going to lie. Our, our schedule's been kind of Mickey Mouse so far. I'll keep it a buck. Uh, <laughs> hey, who won loss, though? That's to you, man. I yeah. mean... Giant Slayers. I think I think we every other team besides you we have beaten has had their worst week versus us. Yeah. I mean, 91, 78, 111, and 108, like... Oh, come on. The Beats can't be Mickey Mouse. I had faith in you guys. Nah, man. I think we're Mickey Mouse, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean... Hey, but the Liners might be Mickey Mouse. They've gotten two touchdowns a week from all their guys. That's not going to keep up. Yeah, once <laughs> once I start sniping them, yeah, I mean... 
something got to be done about these guys, good, man. Good thing he's saying this uh, an hour nineteen into the pod. Yeah, can't <laughs> keep getting away I with this. I think the fans stopped listening in about yeah. ten minutes. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know it's crazy the uh, amount of production that the Lions have had, really dating back to the like start of the playoffs last year when they got hot at the right time, uh, and that's just kind of continued into this year. Uh, I mean, so definitely. Uh, not going to be fun having to play those guys in a few weeks. Let me this, tell you. Despite all the parity in the league, is this week the must-win week for Vaz? Who's he playing this the week? Salty Dogs. Yeah, I think this might be the one. Versus another two and three team, he's got to get the job done. Uh, Najee versus the Bucks will be a tough matchup. Um, the lose versus the Salty Dogs. But he I doesn't mean, have a kicker in right now, too. Ah. Uh, Potential's there. I mean, you got to take this one. You need every win you can get in fantasy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, hopefully for Vaz's uh, mental sanity, he's able to get the win. Yeah, you know you know, he puts a lot of time and effort into building yeah. that squad. I know how much he likes his squad, too. It's just, you know, the results haven't been going his way. Uh, we got Step Bros versus Schoolboys this week as well. Uh, now that the schoolboys are tanking, I think they're just gonna fall headfirst into some wins. Could happen. You never know. That's just uh, how fantasy football works. Yeah. We got the hippos and the party animals. Uh, you playing the liners as we've mentioned. Top Gun, salty dogs as we mentioned, and then Beats Boys versus Baiters team. So that should be a fun time as well. I'm just kind of hoping, uh, yeah, you need to keep getting these wins. That's why I keep telling Jack is got to try and keep winning these games as early as possible in the year to, uh, you know, stay ahead of the curve before bye weeks, basically. Don't want bye weeks to catch up to us, so. Yeah, the amount of depth that I have on the team ready to go for when the bye weeks do start hitting, especially a wide receiver. I mean, just on the bench, I got I got Jude, I got Lazard. When Odell finally signs, he might be a – I mean, he's more of a trade piece than an actual guy that I might start. Got Dotson when he comes back. I'm not worried about the bye weeks here at the Ballers. Just worried about getting wins on the board and worried about slaying yeah. another giant this week. Yep. It's funny. We Can't beat the lot. shit teams to save our life. Get 140 <laughs> hung on us by every shitty team we play, but don't let the one seed come in building <laughs> it's, it's fine too because the liners are currently like 130 points ahead of everyone else in the league like they mm-hmm. could just pull their lineup for one whole week and still have most points yeah. for crazy just absurd what we've uh, seen from them but uh anything else that uh no pretty long add? episode today yeah another hour and 20 minute episode so it's coming a uh, coming a good length it's that uh that playoff time it's almost it's almost nba time I'm very excited. Yep. Trash football. I heard my Knicks are going to be fighting though, so they're going to be so ass. Heard uh heard my guy Obadiah Toppins like the second coming of Jesus. Yeah, that guy Jalen Brunson is going to stink though. Just mark my words. Oh no, I fully expect him to stink. I mean, I didn't want to sign him in the first place. That shit's fake. <laughs> I would have. I would have rather taken spite of Mitchell, man. I'm so excited to see my boy Ben Ten on the court with the with Katie and Kyrie. Yeah, it's a squad right there. 
Yeah. Wait till they gotta come into MSG, man. That's all I'm saying. Hey, Cam Thomas game timed your franchise last year. Hey, man, just wait, bro. <laughs> we got a. We're different this year, bro. I'm telling you, Obi Toppin's the truth. Quinn Grimes breakout year. Quinn Grimes, Obi Toppin, bro. Those guys are the truth, man. Isaiah Hardenstein. Oh yeah. I mean, come on, I'm talking. I'm listing goons right now. Who's stopping this team? <laughs> Does he know? <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> That's like one of those free agents, mellow Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> you could build a whole guys team of Seattle. free agents in Seattle. And Are they making sh- the play in? Hell no. Dennis <laughs> mellow at the three. They're not, I mean, they're not even winning ten games. Hey, man. <laughs> those sweets. Shit with the with football players. Get big big sports accounts, please stop doing this. <laughs> You're free agents for a reason. These <laughs> are all either old, washed, bad, or altering. Yeah. Hey, chill, bro. Mello's not washed or bad. He's just yeah, old. You could still hit, hit a uh, turnaround mid-range. Tell Mello to just post up the entire game. He's dropping 50. Yeah. Oh, God. Mello stands. Delusional. Uh, what? No. All right, we're not we're not getting into this. My ears are hurting from the head. Yeah, my, my fault, G. Uh, if you enjoyed this week's episode, I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode. Follow the Twitter at Jersey19, the Instagram at the Jersey19 Podcast, and the TikTok at the Jersey19 Podcast. Woo! Uh, once again, we'll be back next week. Uh, episode 102. When does the NBA season even start? Like real talk. I think it's like like next week or the week after. No oh, shit. Soon. We'll talk some NBA next week then. Sure. Yeah. Baseball's not a sport. Uh, take care and have a good week. <laughs>